Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to blazonryradio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and gets to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com What's up, everybody? Welcome to Blaze and Rye Radio. Tonight on the show, we have my interview with singer-songwriter from Sydney, Australia, Okenyo. O-K-E-N-Y-O, Okenyo. If you want to check her out, best place to find her, as she says in the interview, is on SoundCloud. And uh, if you use that spelling, you will not find many other Okenyos, I can guarantee that. Well, I hope you're all well tonight. Um, we're doing this thing where we're releasing a show a night. Um, so uh, two nights ago, we had Antigone Rising. Last night, we had Oxford and Company that I kept uh, referring to as Oxford and Co. And then uh, tonight, we have Okanyo. All of these interviews were recorded live at Cyber PR headquarters on uh, Sunday at a CMJ rap party. For those who don't know, CMJ is a music uh, marathon in New York City that happens yearly, although it seems like it's every other fucking month. Um, and uh, this particular event was sponsored by like both Cyber PR and Sounds Australia, like some sort of they have some sort of partnership. So you'll be hearing a lot of Australian accents in these interviews. Um, Antigone Rising, they did not have southern accents. They are an alt-country band from New York City, so their accents are are one in their own, or something. Um, so, last night, you know, the thing about doing a show a night is that I have, you know, I'm just, whatever, wherever I am uh, emotionally on that day, that's what you're going to get from me. And last night was a particularly difficult night because... Because someone kind of fucked me over and uh, I was all, you know, I had a headache and it was miserable. Tonight is much better. Um, I'm sure you can tell by my cheery disposition. Um, but I uh, I had like a... I've been having this kind of uh, theater uh, urge. Urge to see theater this week. And it could be because three of my friends, at least three, are on Broadway right now. Um, you have my... New friend Rory is uh, in Jersey Boys. Um, 
my college uh, classmate, Jesse Mueller, won a Tony for Beautiful, the Carol King musical. My, um, she was, we, I wouldn't say we're necessarily friends, but um, we've uh, had uh, some pleasant conversations. Andrea Goss, she is in Once, and I know she went on for Sally, which I believe is the lead role, maybe, um, Once the Musical. So, people are doing big things, so I've been kind of hankering to uh, participate in that, and, um, excuse me, I, uh, I kind of wanted to see also if my student ID would still work. Um, so, what I did tonight was I rushed Jersey Boys, and here's how I did it. I hope I, um don't get arrested for revealing this information so i'm at work and i'm thinking i could really see a play rory uh, he i met this kid at um through my friend casey and uh he and his girlfriend were basically the only new friends i made at casey's wedding it was very it was very difficult to uh to insert myself in other conversations at that wedding but they, they were very they welcomed me with open arms and it was it was fantastic um so what uh i did he debuted in jersey boys last night and i was at work for fucking ever last night and uh and i i couldn't make it but uh tonight uh t- today during my lunch i figured let me walk over to the August Wilson Theater to see if there are tickets, rush tickets. Now, here's the thing. The rush tickets are meant for students, right? So, I have not been a student in a decade. So, I walk over. My, my job is near, is kind of near the theater. It's, it was, I think it was like a 16-minute walk. So, I figure the worst case scenario, I get some exercise now. So at least there's that. Um, and I, I walked from the my job to the theater. And I get to the box office. And at the box office, there's a guy who's very... He has a thick New York City accent, perhaps a Brooklyn accent. And uh, I ask if there's still uh, any rush tickets available. And he goes, for students? And I was like, yeah. And uh, he's he just kind of like... Did his little thing, and then he goes, "All right, that's twenty-seven cash." And so I, I put down the cash, and I figure I'm in the clear, right? But then he says, as the cash is down, he's like, "You got your ID?" So then I, sh- I gave him my Syracuse ID. Now, he took it, he looked at it, he put it down. He was about to hand over all the stuff, but then he picked it up and looked at it again, and says, "Ah, you look nothing like you do on the ID. Yeah, you should really get that updated." They're not going to know who you are there. And he said it with a smile, and I laughed. And it was a nice moment because he took the $27 and gave me a ticket. Um, and you really can't beat that price. Uh, so I um, and I learned that, you know, maybe I can uh, use my student ID. I can't necessarily. I also learned that I can't pass for uh, 22, which fucking sucks. So... I, uh, I I get the ticket from the guy at the box office, and um, after I get it, excuse me one second. What are you doing out there? You kids, get out of here! 
Okay, so after I got the ticket, I walk from the theater back to work, and I'm texting people as I'm walking, which is not a good idea, so, you know, don't don't text and walk or walk and text or something. Driving's fine, though. So, as I'm walking, I'm texting, and I'm texting about the ticket that I got this ticket for 27 bucks. And then I get, uh, I, I feel m- where I left my ticket in my butt-ass pocket. And I feel back there, and there's nothing in there. And then I, like, I'm feeling all my pockets, and I'm like, did I really, like, let this drop? And I turn around, I'm in a panic, and I start walking backwards from whence I came. And there was an older woman there who had an envelope in her hand, uh, and she was, like, studying it a lot. Um, very meticulously <clears throat> and I said excuse me and she goes oh good I'm glad you came back I was looking at this thinking how am I going to get this to him um, because there was no name on it or anything it was a cash transaction and whatnot. so she, thank god she had it so she had it or thank Joe Pesci whatever you believe in um, which I'll get to him in a bit probably maybe not I'll probably forget <laughs> just know he's part of Jersey Boys so I get the ticket from the woman so a couple miracles happened. Uh, I was able to obtain a ticket to a, pl- a Broadway play for $27 on the day of by using a student ID that was uh, the f- uh, photo was taken for when I was 19, no, 18, 18, because um, they take those immediately. I was wearing a gray Tommy Hilfiger polo. That was a dark time. Anyway, uh, that happened. I got the ticket, and then I I lost my ticket in Midtown New York City, and then I turned around, and, and this woman had it waiting for me. So, so that was good. Um, at I get off of work at six. At six, I, t- I you know I, I I handled some business. <laughs> And then I walked from the uh, office to um, the theater again. So I'm at least getting, you know, like 45 minutes of cardio in today, which is better than nothing. And uh, I go to my seat, and I'm next to this, like, annoying couple from New Paltz, New York. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to New Paltz, New York, uh, but if you ever have the chance to go, don't. Um... I've, uh, I think I've driven through there, perhaps, on my way to Syracuse, and uh, there's, there's really no point, and these people who were sitting next to me really just were just unbearable, like this girl kept whining, I want candy, I want this, uh, and then the thing is, though, they were nothing compared to what was to come, so I'm one seat away from this couple, but then this older woman comes through and sits down in the student rush seats mind you and it turned out that her daughter got her ticket and she starts spoiling the play she starts saying what happens and you oh you got to watch for this girl and this girl in the white dress and you got to do this and do that and that was a disaster um and i was very like uh you know we live in the spoiler culture you can't be doing stuff like that you know and just like you can't tell me what happened on orange is the new african american or house of cards or anything like that uh until after i've seen it 
and you need to let a substantial amount of time go by before people, uh, you know, before you you reveal things that people do not want to hear. So I'm trying to like, you know, not pay attention to that conversation. And then <clears throat> she she's talking to the couple, by the way. She's not talking to me. I would not let her in. I had a, had a pretty tight guard up because ain't no fucking buddy got time for that. So she's talking to them. And they're talking about, oh, you look just like my sister and the blah, blah, blah. And she had this very thick, like, Long Island accent. Then she opened the program and she saw that the understudy was on for Frankie Valley tonight. And let me tell you that this woman flipped out. She went nuts for about 10 minutes straight. And she was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, Oh, it's not the Frankie Valleys. She was acting like it was the actual Frankie Valley, who, by the way, me and my buddies, we saw live a couple years ago, and, and, you know, that was a great show. It was in Coney Island. Um, But this Jersey Boys tonight certainly explained why it was Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons when we went to see him, and it was, you know, a bunch of young 20-year-old buff guys. Anyway, I digress. tends to be a pattern of mine. What the hell is this? Oh, just noticed a new application, or an old application with a new icon. Photo booth icon on OS X, OS X, Yosemite, whatever the fuck. It's different from the last one. It's thro- <coughs> throwing me off. And apparently killing me. So, excuse me. Let me, let me cleanse my... Uh, Ooh, that's good coffee. Imagine this is a commercial. Ah. Ooh, that's good coffee. So this woman flips out. Ten minutes straight. To the point that she's freaking out that it's, you know, she's like, Frankie Valley's not on tonight. I think she literally said that a few times. Then... She calls her daughter just to let her know, like, I came for this guy, and now it's this guy. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Then the worst part was when she yells, excuse me, Usher. And she calls a a woman who was handling the event, Usher, Usher. And, uh, you know, as if she's about to pop and lock and sing something about you remind me. So she comes around, the Usher, and she's like, who I Frankie Valley's not uh, not on tonight. Who's who I heard there's another one, and she's like, oh yeah yeah, there's a different. They, they they mix things up, and she goes, well do you know anything about him? And the usher said, oh he's very good. He's he's very good. She was still flipping out about it. Doesn't didn't matter. So then I asked the usher, can I move one row back? And because I was losing it with this fucking lady, she was just being a, a ridiculous uh, person. And it's way too, like, nuts and manic and crazy for me to be around that type of energy. Uh, so uh, the usher said, you can, but if people come, you're going to have to go back to your seat. So I just said, okay. And I thought about staying there. And then I swiftly thought against it. And as I moved, the usher said, these rows are usually empty. So I just went back there, and I was freezing because there was a draft in that area. Um, but that didn't last too long. <clears throat> anyway, saw Jersey Boys. 
the understudy was brilliant as Frankie Valley. Um, and my friend Rory, my new friend Rory, um, was made his, you know, it's, I mean, this is huge. This is Broadway this is amazing. And I'm very proud of him. I barely know him. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, it was very, I was debating whether or not I should go to the stage door after the show. And I didn't want to. I like, I didn't, I, I don't know. I just, it's the whole thing was just happened so randomly. It was kind of a game time decision today. Got the rush ticket. Didn't let him know I was going. And maybe it'd be a little weird if I just show up at the stage door. Um, and then when I actually went to the, uh, to find the stage door, I couldn't fucking find it. I couldn't find where the actual door was. Uh, it wasn't very clear where it would be. Um, or maybe I'm just a, a schmohawk. So, Anyway, I finally wind up looking like further to the left of the entrance of the theater, and I see Rory talking to somebody. It turned out he was talking to that fucking crazy old bat, but um, he starts walking away from the theater with a bouquet full of flowers, and I, I call his name, and he's like, hey, hey, did, did you see this tonight? And, uh, and then we had a, a, a lovely conversation, walked half a block, and it was great. Um, so yeah, check him out, Rory Max Kaplan in uh, Jersey Boys on the Broadway. He took the uh, he took the blue line home, and I rode that D. I rode that D all the way to Brooklyn. Um, it was a uh, great show. I've you know I've been meaning to see it for years now, and uh, it's very good. It's very very good. I don't know that it's, you know, I don't, I don't know that it's, uh, it's, uh, my, like, bag of musicals. I tend to, like, prefer the, kind of, the rock and hip-hop musicals, like Rent or In the Heights or Passing Strange. Boy, what a great show that was. But, uh, but this was very, very good, and, uh, the acting was very, very good. And you can certainly see why it won all the uh, Tonys and accolades that it did. And I highly recommend it. I, it will close never, so you'll have time to see it. Unless I don't know about something that other people know about. I, I don't see it for closing in the near future. However, Roseland Ballroom right next to it is no more. Anyway, on the show tonight, uh, we have Okenyo. And this is uh, an interview recorded live at... Cyber PR headquarters on Sunday, October 26th, 2014. In Park Slope, Brooklyn, New York City, New York State, United States of America, Earth. Let me tell you something about this interview, though. I'm fairly certain that with my type of questioning, oftentimes my questions intentionally, for humor's sake, put the interviewee in an awkward position a question that i answer that i ask constantly based on the way that some of some artists biographies are written is can you say that in a less can you tell me what that means in a less pompous way with okenyo i think i may have offended her a bit by kind of pressing that a little too hard when it came to the comparisons in her her bio because it was uh compared to like uh euripides writer of iphigenia and Aulis, 
uh, one of the, you know, and and I believe um, the Trojan women. Uh, she's compared to uh, Aristotle, Erica Badu, and um, just uh, uh, who who else? Um, Sagat is that her name? Just a bunch of names that just have a a, a ring to it of kind of a pompous flair to them. So. So, so I asked a question about it, and at some point she goes, oh, you're calling me pompous. That is, I am so sorry for anyone listening to that, because that is not how she sounded at all. Um, <clears throat> I, I attempted to do my Australian accent last night with uh, <clears throat> Oxford and Company, and I failed then. And I failed even greater, more greatly. I'm failing at speaking English right now as well, so... Sorry, Okenyo. Anyway, I hope I didn't offend Okenyo too much. Uh, we seemed to uh, patch things up by the end of it, I think. Um, but uh, this is my interview with Okenyo, and I, you know what? I kind of I'm reminding myself now of Mark Maron's interview with Larry King, where it just wasn't what he expected, and he was he felt awkward about it and stuff. And you should go back and listen to the Larry King episode of. <laughs> Marin, Mark Marin's WTF podcast, because uh, it's uh, the intro is amazing. Unlike this one. Nope. Never apologize for your work, Craig McDonald. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Go out and uh, upload some videos to Vimeo and uh, you know sign up for a subscription, but don't do it uh, without uh, going to blazingrideradio.com first. That way you can easily click on the banner and get there. And check out Okenyo on SoundCloud. Easiest way to find her. And she does have a beautiful voice. Is to go to uh, SoundCloud and just Google O-K-E-N-Y-O. O-K-E-N-Y-O. Here is Okenyo on Blaze and Rye Radio. Enjoy the show. You're with the whole Sydney bunch. Yeah. So, or like Australia bunch. Yeah, yeah. No, so I know cool. just because of like the, the showcases I've been doing. It's just all been like Aussie showcases. You may as well yeah. be home. Yeah, totally. Exactly. <laughs> I'm here with Okenyo, um, who just performed. Sounded great. Thank uh, you. Yes. Uh, you are a singer-songwriter from Sydney, Australia. How are you enjoying your time in New York? Yeah, really good. I've been here a few times before. I went to school here for a little bit. And, uh, oh, did you? Yeah, when I was about 16. So, um, yeah, it's great. I've got lots of mates here. and um, But, yeah, not in this way, like four days ago. So it's been really good. Pretty, like, you know, hectic. Yeah. <laughs> Just so much going on. And, yeah, especially the like quick changeovers during sets. Uh-huh. You, you got to just really focus. It's so much happening. So it's been my shows are really fun. So awesome. Yeah. What's been your least favorite part of the city? Um. Ooh. Oh well, the other day the the trains. Well, it was only taking coins, and I no one. It was really weird. Card, no card, no notes just coins okay. and I couldn't get through and I was trying to get to the Aussie barbecue oh, and um, <laughs> and I was literally like hustling on the street and no one would give me coins. You, you had to beg for yeah, change. Yeah, I went to the fruit guy and I was like, can I, can you change this into coins? And he was like, no, 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 just uh-huh. like point blank. And then, um, and then I was like, okay, I'll buy a banana. Uh-huh. And he started piling bananas into a bag. I was like, just one banana. Yeah. He was like, just give me a dollar because I had a $5 note. Yeah. 
And then I was like, no, just one, and then you can give me change. He's like, no. And he was just insisting on giving you singles yeah. instead yeah. of. I was just like, no. Did you eventually get to the barbecue? Yeah, there was a yeah, there was a nice girl at um, Wayne Reed. She was like, you want coins? It's uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, please. <laughs> Behind the register? Yeah. Did you I, have I to bought, buy something? I bought a bottle of water. That's I thought I better do it in the right way. You know, yeah. Just be like, give me money. Yeah, because they can't open the things unless you buy something. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but everything else has been top. great, except for the banana guy. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You're out of storage. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. Ready to go. Okay. Um, let me just make sure we're still recording over here. Yeah, so okay. sorry. It's all good. Ah, your fault. Um, <laughs> I deleted so much stuff from my phone too to make sure that didn't happen. So but I, luckily, I brought the iPad just in case. Look, how stupid do I look with all these Apple products? You know, I look like one of those. Do you guys. want some endorsement? Wanna, I, I would love if they like, wanted yeah, to endorse me. I need yeah. a new, new yeah. model. <laughs> I need a new something. Um, okay, so you're. Let's talk about your bio. Okay, what does it say? <laughs> It says you're like Orpheus on his wedding night. Oh yeah, okay. Now on his wedding night, Aristeus chases Orpheus' bride Eurydice into a field where she is fatally wounded by a viper. Have you thought about hanging out in fields with fewer snakes? <laughs> yes, I, I. I mean, I think I should. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, the Orpheus reference. Um, so I'm an actor. That's what I do usually, and I've just started to get into music. So um, I'm like really passionate about the Greeks and all that stuff. And a lot of my songs actually based on um, like a mixture of personal stories and either like classic texts or mix like that. Um, the song "Broken Chest" and the video that I made is based on. Uh, so if you see the video, there's like lots parallel, and the song seems to kind of work really well with that, um, the juxtaposition of that myth. Um, so yeah, when I wrote that bio, it was, I was very much in kind of that world, but I'm really interested in, especially with the Greeks, it's like, um, uh, yeah, they're really always about the real, true, raw emotions that we go through as humans, and I'm interested in that, like, yeah, in, in songwriting. Are you are you into theater wise? Are you into the classics like ancient Greek and uh, Shakespeare and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I, I, and just it just so turns out that in my career I ended up doing more classic stuff than um, than modern. Well, I guess a mix, but but yeah, that was kind of I guess when I started writing music, it made sense to be writing narratives, and then. Um, yeah, of course, it's very good parts of the instrumentation. Right. Yeah. The second stanza of that bio, since it is in that, that says, Then she howls to the midnight when she reaches more, once more than she, then she uses her claws and she picks up the call. Did you know that you can now pick up a call on your iPhone, on your Mac or iPad? No. Yeah. Um, have you thought... Apple. <laughs> Get at me. How good is it? How good is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but for realsies, what in the heck did that mean? Why are you compared to a wolf on a cell phone? Well, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Um, I guess, um, yeah, I mean, it's linked back to that other stuff as well. I'm mm-hmm. interested in kind of like howling wolf. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of like, melancholy undertone in a lot of my songs. Like this, I, I kind of describe it as an equal mix of hopefulness and hopelessness. And so they really ride there. So um, the werewolf is always uh, Maybe it's my spirit animal. Oh, the werewolf. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch the Vampire Diaries? No, I haven't. Because oh, that's what I think of when I hear spirit animal. Yeah. 
maybe perhaps I've said too much. Um, it's said your Sontag and Sophocles, Erica and Euripides, Apostles and Aristotle. Are these icons inspirations to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you have any influences that sound less pompous to say out loud? Just what, like musical references? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aristotle, you know, all these big names. Yeah, yeah. So you're calling me pompous, that's nice. <laughs> Not you. Um, <laughs> I'm saying the names are pompous to say <laughs> Oh, the sound of the words. Sound of the words. Um, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean? Yeah. Frank, that's a great Frank, that's just like, Frank, it's just like, Ocean. Ocean, Ocean. Ocean. Yeah, and um, Grace Jones as well. For so, She's amazing, like just as a personality as well, and incredibly fearless too, which I think is really cool. Very uh, progressive for the time too. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and your influences do they range from different various genres of music, or primarily rock, pop, R and B? Yeah, I would say like I mean I pretty much grew up like the first when I first got into. Um, yeah, I guess R and B. My brother, when I was fifteen, when I was fifteen, he gave me Jill. Who is Jill Scott? The first album. And yeah, and then I had heaps of friends in high school that introduced me to Erica and like Tribe Called Quest and all that stuff. So I guess the roots are in hip hop, but um, yeah. And I mean, and my biggest inspiration at the moment is, is uh, Saint Vincent. I think she's just extraordinary. Because it's melding of genres. I like you know, um, what NERD were doing, where it was like hip hop, but it was also like really rock, and it's it's great, I think, to yeah, intertwine different genres. Sure. Yeah. Um, by Erica, she means Erica Badu, not Erica Lustig. Um, the uh, Saint Vincent I saw on Letterman. Recently. Uh, yes, that was, you saw that. that was cool. Amazing. Yeah. And Dave the, loved it. You know? Yeah, Dave was so into it. Yeah. He's when awesome. he loses his shit, that then you know it's a good, it's a good performance. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, really into it. She did all the little like choreograph moves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm so into that stuff. Very like performance art. Do you, do you incorporate that stuff into your performances? Yeah, I mean, being at CMJ, I only got two band members over, so at the moment I'm um, just working with two. In the past, I've worked with like um, four. And, um, but yeah, I mean, for the future, I definitely see, I think coming from a theatre background, I'd love to yeah, do some choreographs. Really. I mean, everyone loves it. Sure. If Dave loves it. You know, I got, uh, you know the band Future Islands? I got tickets to them yesterday because they made a terminal five solely because Letterman lost his shit over them. You know what I mean? yeah, right. And then I just I watched their performance on Letterman like a bunch yeah. of times. And like that's the only reason I even know them. And and he's like Dave's like my comedy hero. So as cool. as Erica and Euripides are <laughs> artistic inspirations. See, <laughs> yeah. um, so I got a date with Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so where can people find your music? Um, so, best place to find it is SoundCloud. Um, so, it's just soundcloud.com slash Okenyo Music. If you look up anything with Okenyo or Okenyo Music, you'll be sweet. And, um, because it's a pretty, there's not, not many of those going around. Um, and yeah, and iTunes as well. 
Okay, so people can go on iTunes and buy it. And YouTube as well. Do you have any actual physical records or CDs? I don't. I just, at the beginning of the year, I spent a lot of time recording the EP. And so that's all pretty much ready to go. I'm going to bring out and use the first single from that EP very soon. And yeah, so soon there'll be definitely more stuff to So there's an LP on the horizon. All right, bro. Any tour dates coming up, either here or abroad? Yeah, I've got some shows when I go back home, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd love to come back here, it'd be amazing, and um, yeah, the show's here, I'll p- play the piano, it's like such a cool venue. Really oh, cool. pianos? Yeah. You played there last night? Uh, two nights ago. Oh, okay. I did the Delancey last night. Um, yeah, it was great, really, really good vibe. Awesome. Yeah. All right, O-K-E-N-Y-O? Yeah. Okay, so check her out on SoundCloud. Okay, thank you so much. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you as well, take care. <laughs> All right, so that was my interview with Okenyo. I hope you enjoyed it. Check her out on the SoundCloud. Uh, She's got some music videos, too, which uh, are all links on her uh, SoundCloud. But she does have a beautiful voice, so absolutely go check her out. I don't have a preview of her on here, so uh, it's going to require a little bit of work on your part. Anyway, I hope I didn't offend her. It wasn't my intention but, uh, yeah, you know, I took a risk. So, uh, we'll be back with another uh, interview tomorrow and, uh, and more episodes of Blazing Ride Radio this week with Blazing Ride Backstage returning next week. I'm going to leave you with a song called The Fall by The Glass Child. This is a uh, cyber PR artist. So I figure since I'm having all these interviews from um, Cyber PR uh, headquarters, I may as well plug one of their artists to say goodnight. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And this is The Fall by The Glass Child to close out the show. Oh, and somebody owes me a martini. Yeah, you know that I would fall for you, fell for you Did you see the way I fought for you, changed for you Never knew that love could be This much pain and misery And you know that I would stick to you, die for you And the ways that I relied on you, needed you You used to see the same in me Am I never gonna see you cry now? Am I never gonna ask you why? Oh, am I never gonna hold you tight? When you're on your knees There are sleeping, I am up all night I see you every time I close my eyes Oh, I thought that you would wait for me And now I see that I'm blind for you Hide the truth Made us up inside my head like I always do Panic hits when I wake up You've already given up I'm walking faceless through the days Since you've been gone I'm all haste I am barely hanging on Well tell me where did I go wrong Am I never gonna see you cry now Am I never gonna ask you why no Am I never gonna hold you tight When you're on your knees Don't even I am up all night I see you every time I close 
for you, fell for you Did you see the way I fought for you, changed for you Never knew that love could be This much pain and misery And you know that I would stick to you, die for you And the ways that I relied on you, needed you You used to see the same in me Thank you.